Hi, this is Jeff Thigpen, Guilford County Register of Deeds. And I'm Carly Malcolm, lead for North Carolina Fellow for Guilford County from the UNC School of Government. And welcome to the Good Grief Podcast. Have you ever lost a loved one and had to figure out what to do? Have you ever felt alone and overwhelmed? Did it make you wonder why on earth this is all so complicated? In this podcast series, we bring together community partners to talk unapologetically about issues of death and dying. We answer questions about funerals, hospice, estates, and more to give our listeners the knowledge they need to make decisions for themselves and their loved ones. We want everyone in Guilford County to know that they're supported, that we live in a community where we cannot only live and live well, but when we die, we can also die well because we care. So we thank you for joining us for the Good Grief Podcast and for taking this step to be better prepared for end-of-life challenges. This is Jeff Thigpen, Guilford County Register of Deeds, and Carly Malcolm, NC Lead Fellow from the North Carolina Institute of Government, and welcome to the Good Grief Podcast. Today we're going to talk about pet loss, and we have with us today Jorge Ortega. Jorge is the Animal Services Director for Guilford County Animal Services. He's got a wealth of experience in the area of caring for animals through his work with animal services. PetRed.org is an organization he's been working with related to community outreach programs and works to every day to have a positive impact on pets and animals. He's been here for three years prior to coming to Guilford. One of the roles he has had has had was vice president of operations for the Humane Society of Charlotte. And Jorge is a graduate of the University of Puerto Rico. Um, thank you for being with us today, Jorge. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Thank you for having me. That's right. We're glad to have you. you. And I was telling you before we started, I really appreciate your service to Guilford County and what you've been doing as a director. Uh, you've been here for, like I said, three years. And I think you, you've stabilized a lot of things and you, you um, have... I've done a lot of good stuff at the shelter. And um, and so today we're, we're bringing you in to get some expertise and talking, like I said, about pet loss. And I guess I'll start out by saying, you know, how does the animal shelter deal with issues of pet loss? We, we are in a unique situation with pet loss. Um, not only do we work with our community and supporting our community members when they are having to make these difficult decisions or these situations pop up in their personal life, but we also have to deal with pet loss in the shelter and staff. And as staff members at the animal services, we have to make decisions for humane euthanasia on pets that are not doing well, whether it's severe medical or severe behavior or a combination of both. Um, so, so pet loss for us, it, it comes in two, in two different facets. So it is the community support piece and trying to be supportive, and understanding and compassionate to our community members. But also that same piece that we share with our community, we also are internally dealing with it. Mm -hmm. there, there's this concept that everybody says, uh, or euphemism, of, of animals being put down. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I think that's more like slang of a humane euthanasia process mm -hmm. or putting the animal to sleep. Um, I, I, I think we get comfortable with certain words or certain mm -hmm. phrases in, in our life that it's easier to say, I'm going to put the dog down than it is that I'm going to go to the veterinarian and humanely euthanize my pet of 13 years. Um, so, so the, that, that word usually means that we're going to humanely euthanize that, our pet. Mm. And I know I'm kind of adding in a question is, is I know that the, the concepts of, of shelters that are successful and the concept 
within those communities of things like euthanasia and all that kind of stuff. How do y'all uh, address the idea of success at the shelter as it relates to concepts like that? Um, yeah, I think success starts with keeping the animal from coming into the shelter in the first place. So success is really working with our community, identifying what those pet needs are in certain areas. Um, we know there's food resource deserts and all other kind of resource deserts in our own community. And sometimes we forget that there are pet resource deserts as well. So first and foremost, we got to look at that. Then if the animal does come into the shelter, how we, we manage the animal through the shelter and how do we make those decisions? Um, most importantly, we try to avoid the euthanasia decision. We try to get the animal, you know, but either return to his own place to do a rescue organization or find him a new home through adoption. But if we have to make a euthanasia decision, it's made as a group. Um, there are seven or eight of us involved in those conversations on a weekly basis. We sit there, we look at our animal inventory, and then we make those decisions if we have to make them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when somebody has a pet that dies, logistically, what actions should they take? I, I think it all really starts with having a good relationship with your, your veterinarian. Um, I, 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 I know some of us cannot afford regularly veterinary care, so we don't have that relationship or that rapport with our veterinarian. But I think it's important to have a relationship with a veterinarian because he or she can counsel you through that process of what are the next steps. Um, we as animal services are there to provide and help counsel through those services. And of course, we're the ones that kind of come in on the last minute of saying, hey, this is what I'm, that's just what I'm seeing. This is what I'm facing. How can you help me? What do you recommend? So we have trained veterinary uh, staff that can, we cannot provide the veterinary care to treat an animal, but we can provide the veterinary care to actually help you with that humane euthanasia decision mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah, I actually had a situation over the summer, unfortunately, where a kitten that um, my friend was fostering passed away in the middle of the night, and we had no idea what to do. So not something you think about until you have to think about it. Um, so it's, it's good to know who you can call in that kind of situation. Um, another question, when a pet dies, how does that affect other pets in that home? You know, a lot of dogs we see them as like best friends or you know so so what kind of impact does that have yeah it it I, I think we don't take the time to consider that fact uh, we we just don't think that pets grieve whether it's a bird or whether it's a dog or a cat i think they grieve just like we all grieve in different ways um it's it's always important as a family unit to to keep those things into consideration especially if you have an ill pet or an aging pet that that might be happening down the road is like, how is his companion going to take this after? Um, it's things that we see as well, because we have pets that come into the shelter that are bonded, what we would consider that they both came in. So it's very important for us to keep them together as much as possible. And it's not a euthanasia decision, but we would, we would prefer that they get adopted together or they get placed together, kind of in the same concept, because if they had that bond how do you, how do you manage that afterward? Cause they, they'll grieve just like we would grieve. Mm -hmm. And then what would happen when someone, that's someone being a human, um, when someone dies and they leave a pet behind, if nobody is willing to step in and take care of that pet? Yeah. So we have had situations where um, pets have been brought into our shelter due to the, to their owner passing. Um, we try our very best to track the the family next of kin or try to find if there's neighbors or friends or relatives you know who might be that to care for um it, 
it happens and it's really sad. And so when we have those situations come into the organization, we really try to make sure that we are taking care of that pet the best we can and trying to place that animal either into a new, you know, home or in a, if it's a phospis type of thing, hospice, but phospis, um, and a situation is where we know the animal is going to be cared for and everyone that's involved understands the, the, the reason why the animal came into the facility. Yeah, we're just throwing questions at our cucumber. Um, in terms of folks who've lost a pet, have you experienced um, over at the animal shelter the idea of, of people who have already lost a pet and then they come in and they want to adopt again? Um, what are some things that people need to consider in, in that kind of environment? Yeah, it kind of goes back to the question of I have another pet and he's missing the pet that we just lost two weeks ago and I want to get another pet. Um, we have to take into consideration is not just because to provide company for the pet, but is that other pet going to be willing to accept a new pet coming into yeah. the home? Because it's not just about a void. It's about, are they going to get along? And are you going to create, your family's already going through a lot of stress and a lot of loss. Last thing you want to do is go to the shelter, to the pet store, wherever it may be to get a new dog, comes home and then gets into a fight with the dog that's already there. Then you have this additional stress. What I would recommend to family members who have just lost a pet and are thinking uh, we need to get, you know, Fluffy a friend is take your time. Be there for Fluffy, you know, spoil Fluffy. You know, if you have to go buy a cheeseburger for Fluffy, buy a cheeseburger for Fluffy. Take your time in making that decision because sometimes it's, it's, it's like us. We wouldn't jump into, you know, if we lost a spouse or a partner, we're not jumping into the next spouse or partner. Yeah, I think we need to take to those situations the same way. And the biggest challenge here is that they can't tell us anything. They can't tell us how they're feeling or what's, what are they thinking? So we really have to take the time. We do have those conversations with folks when they sell it, tell us, Hey, I just lost our dog and we want to get another dog. If it's going to be the only dog in the home, that's a different story. But if they have another pet or pets, then we try to talk to them to really make sure that they're taking the time they need to make that decision. Yeah. Um, and two things I'll say about you is when we started doing our end of life project and we started talking about the good grief podcast and all that kind of stuff, I remember being at a department head meeting and we were talking about the bereavement policy for the county, I think. Um, and, and, and I think I was saying something, yeah, we got this end of life project and you were saying, well, you know, we talk about bereavement, but you know what? People lose pets. And, and I think for a second, people kind of went, I can't believe you said that. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we do. Yeah. And, and I think that, that these segments on pet loss are really important because when we talk about end of life issues, a lot of these subjects are going to talk about um, people who lose their lives and everything. But a lot of times we don't consider or think about the impact that the loss of a pet has unless you really have a pet. And then you go through that grieving process um, of, of, of a pet. And I think that the idea of this topic came up out of that uh, discussion. So in a way, I really appreciate the fact you're, you're kind of on board and an ally to that um, when we started it. So if we want, if people want to get more information about the Guilford County Animal Shelter and the services you provide and those kind of things, what's the easiest way for them to? The easiest way is to get the most information like right away is through our website, through the county website. So you can go to the county website, click on the animal services logo tab. And that'll take you to all our information. If you wanted to speak with someone, 
You can call our main number, which is 336-641-3400. Um, then someone there can, can help you out. Um, but, you know, when we're talking about the importance of pets in our lives, we have programs in the community right now, like we've partnered with Meals on Wheels. And we know that some of these homebound seniors will share their human meal with their pets. So what we've done is we've partnered and animal services are providing the pet food. So this way we know the human gets all the meal and nutrition that they need, but so is their pets. And then when it comes to it, if someone has to go into the hospital or they have to go wherever, they're not going to make a decision because their pet's not going to be cared for. That's the so, point. So we have teamed up with partners in our community that will provide free boarding while these individuals, so they don't have to worry about you know, so I know we're talking about end of life and what happens when, when we lose our pets, yeah. but pets play a vital role in our lives. And some individuals, this is all we have. That's all they have. So, yeah, it's important. That's, that's true. And, um, and I really appreciate the, uh, the heart you bring to your work at the Guilford County Animal Shelter um, and the impact it's having on this community. Um, I know you care about it. And one of the, you know, just as on a personal level, you, you do some work outside of Guilford County, helping communities when they're dealing with crisis and hardship in terms of how they're dealing with their pets and giving communities. I know you're from Puerto Rico. And I think when the, hur when the hurricane yep. struck down there, yep. you, you like organized and and in, and there was a recent hurricane in North Carolina where it was like I was working with people down in Pender County to try to help my home county get the resources they needed. And I'm in a conversation, I think, with our clerk. And he goes, well, yeah, Jorge is doing some organizing. You, you like, got thousands of pounds of dog food or something and okay. got it to a community in eastern North Carolina. Am I remembering that correctly? That is. What, that, can you talk to us about some of that work? Yeah. So, so. Before I joined the county, I was doing some consulting work in, in Puerto Rico and helping and working with nonprofit organizations in there. Um, we, we, we were part of a movement to set up a, a, a organization that's made up of, it's a coalition really of different organizations, community organizations that have already been there in, in a long time, just animal welfare related. And similar to what we have started here in Guilford County is really just getting to meet people where they're at in their communities before those pets actually make it into a shelter. Um, the euthanasia rate in Puerto Rico is really sad. It's really mm -hmm. high. So what we were trying to do is just really bring those resources to the community with, you know, free pet food, free spay and neuter, free vaccines. So we got that started and then Hurricane Maria came around. So our shift went from getting these resources locally into a certain community to more of a global impact and trying to get containers full of pet food and pet supplies to the island. And then I joined Guilford County. So I had to put like a pin on what I was going on yeah. down there because then I had this. But um, then the hurricanes hit and that was that first year I was here and um, Carteret County. That's uh, right. Carteret County, County needed yep. some some assistance. Yeah. And I had some some friends and some, I have, well, I had, I have some great friends in Charlotte. Um, and, uh, they're, they're at, uh, Global Restore and they reached out to them. They helped us get a whole bunch of, you know, product and supplies and pet food together. And we, do you remember how many pounds that was? Wow. I think it was probably close to 40,000 pounds of pet food that we had donated in the warehouse in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm asking that is because I know when Robin told me that, that you did that, I hadn't met you yet. 
And my my comment was forty thousand pounds of pet food. Seriously, yeah. Who is this dude? <laughs> yeah, we. So I was I was very impressed. Yeah, we had we had a lot of a lot of different um, pet food manufacturers donate, um, and so we had one central location where all the food would go to. So yeah, I was just awesome. I was just happy to help and happy to represent Guilford County, saying that hey, we're out here helping. So Jorge, you all have a new animal shelter that's being built. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, um, very exciting time in uh, animal services uh, history. We are building a new um, 30,000 square foot state-of-the-art animal care facility, um, which is about a quarter mile down the road from where we're currently at, which is great because it's still convenient. So for those individuals that are used to visiting our facility, it's not a you know detour to their, to their routine. Um, it's, it's going to be a facility that, you know, will last us for a long time. Um, it's going to, um, provide resources that are much needed in the current facility that we do not, uh, currently have. So the animal care, the level of animal care that we're going to be able to provide in the new facility is just going to be tenfold from where we're at now. Oh, great. That sounds like it's got a bright future. Oh, yeah. And if we, uh, want to get more information about the animal shelter, where do we go and what do we do? Yeah, so you can go to the website, to the Guilford County website, and just find the Animal Services logo, click on that, or the Animal Services tab, and click on that. It'll give you all the information on Animal Services, or you can feel free to call us at 336-641-3400, and one of our um, animal care receptionists there would be more than happy to help you out. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're in Guilford County. We're glad that you're doing the work. Um within the county and outside the county in terms of your help of other communities. Um, and uh, we appreciate you being here. We know you're an ally around dealing with issues of, of loss and bereavement and pet loss. I think I said that twice, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Uh, but it's so important and we got to talk about it twice. <laughs> yes, we have to talk about it twice. Thank you very much for being a part of the Good Grief Podcast, Jorge Ortega, Director of Guilford County Animal Services. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Good Grief Podcast. We want your feedback. You can visit our website at www.guilforddeeds.com. You can also email us at endoflife at guilfordcountync.gov or find us on Twitter with the handle at guilford underscore ROD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and until next time, take care.